Welcome to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. I'll be your instructor, Sarah Deacon. In this podcast, we discuss what it means to make an impact when it comes to physical and mental health, personal success habits, spiritual practices, leadership, communication, connection, creativity, and more. So let's step out onto the figurative mat together and get to work. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is my martial arts and crafts and I'm your host Sarah Deacon. This is my very first episode and I'm really excited to be here with you today. Frankly, it's also a little bit terrifying. So (laughs) let's just go there for a second. Let's just sit and explore the fear that I have right now starting this brand new thing. What if I mess it up, right? I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm totally gonna mess it up. What if no one listens? What if no one cares? What if you don't like me? What if you disagree with me? What if I don't edit out all my kids' noises in the background or something else happens that's totally distracting? What if my friends and family listen and get weird with me about what I've chosen to talk about? or how I'm showing up on the podcast. What if I have this podcast voice that's not really the same as my voice in person? What if I don't have time to edit it? What if I do have time to edit it, but that means actually sitting around and listening to my own voice for hours on end? What if I can't think of anything new to say? What if I don't have anything new to say? What makes me so important anyway? Who do I think I am? Yeah, all of that, probably more. That's all the things that really, all the thoughts that were trying to stop me from starting this thing. I've listened to a number of podcasts and it's great because they are wonderful and actually know what they're talking about. And they show up the first episode. Yep. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I have to say. Let's talk about this. Let's explore that. I love it. I'm not that kind of podcaster. I'm going to show up messy and I'm going to see where this takes me. And I'm, I'm sitting with that question of what if I don't have anything new to say? And one of the podcasts that I've listened to many episodes of is called Don't Keep Your Day Job with Kathy Heller. It's an amazing podcast. You should definitely check it out. But some of the conversation over there is about not having anything new to say but showing up as myself to say it in my way. And if I show up and say the thing that might not be a new concept or idea, but I express it in a way that's uniquely my own, that might just be the way that someone else needs to hear that thing. So I'm showing up here to inspire others in that way, in my way. Um, So I've been thinking about this episode and what I really wanted to do for my first episode. And what I really want to do is embrace the fear and talk about it. I want to acknowledge it because I know that so many people start new things and we kind of fake it till we make it. We show up and we pretend everything's fine and we've got it. We understand it. We've got it all together. It's great. And that's not always the case. And I want to just start by 
going there, going into that little uncomfortable place where I ask, what am I afraid of? What am I really afraid of? So I want to use that. I don't want to talk about the courage it takes to show up, even if we're showing up, I uh, quote, faking it. I, I, that takes courage, but I think it also takes a great amount of courage. At least I hope it does, because this is what this episode's about. For me to sit here and say, yeah, I am afraid, but I'm here and I'm doing this thing anyway. As you may know, I am a martial artist. I've been training for about two years. I am also a woman in my 40s. So starting that training was a huge, huge step into courage uh, through a bunch of different fears. As I've been training and as I've watched my kids train and as I've seen the instructors work with the kids, one of the life skills that we teach at our academy is courage. And we have a really effective, cool way of drilling this idea and concept of courage into the kids' heads. We have them repeat after us, courage, my fear does not control me. And they know those words and we say, courage. And they will say, my fear does not control me. Or we would say, what does courage mean? My fear does not control me. Whew, we get them excited. Ooh, they get so excited. And they are so confident that they know what courage means. And if you ask them really, what does courage mean? They will say, my fear does not control me. And if you ask again and say, okay, so what does that mean? They will give this like blank stare. <laughs> and it's wonderful because I, we hear a lot of sayings, sound bites, you know, memes are totally a thing because we just want these quick little bits of information, right? And that concept, my fear does not control me. It's a really great concept. What does it look like? I th they think they know what it means, not being controlled by fear. But fear is such an abstract concept. They don't really understand what it means. So again, part of the training that they receive, that we receive in our martial arts is actually what does that behavior of courage look like in practice? So we will talk about real life examples of being afraid, especially when it comes to performing like at a tournament or speaking in front of your class at school or doing something um, giving a presentation at work. We will talk about that feeling, about being nervous about something, about being afraid to do it, about not wanting to do it because of that feeling we get when we're nervous. So they start to understand that, oh, that that's what fear is. That's what fear feels like, right? So then when we talk about courage being, my fear does not control me, fear becomes something that we have to push past, push through. We need to acknowledge that there's fear there and we have to move past it. We can't let it hold us back from something that we know will be good for us. So I'm a follower of Jesus. I believe in God. I read my Bible. And the Bible actually talks a lot about courage, um, finding strength that the Lord knows we don't always have on our own, in our own selves. 
there are two verses that I just wanted to touch on. If you're not a Bible person, that's okay. Maybe you'll get something out of this. Maybe you'll just ignore it for the next few seconds. I'm going to share these with you anyway, because courage comes up so often in the Bible. I believe that it's important to at least go into a little bit of, of why that might be. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And what I've been getting from verses like these when I'm reading the Bible is that God knows we have fear in us. Fear isn't something to be ashamed of. Fear is something that we have to find ways to navigate. And some of us who believe we can lean on God, we can tap into the spirit, we can look to our Bibles for that comfort and assurance that comes outside ourselves. Um, for those of us who may not be believers or regularly in the word like that, we can tap into the courage that we find within ourselves in our own um, spiritual mindfulness practices of uh, meditation or tapping into your universal energy or um, whatever it is you might believe about the spirit, about the realms outside ourselves. We can also tap into the inspiration and courage that we find in other people. So when we find ourselves afraid, we can look around us for people who are safe, for people who are strong, for the ones who are in a position to, to stand with us and comfort us. But I think we have this misperception that brave people are not afraid, that courage means the absence of fear. And that's just not true. Courage is being afraid and doing what needs to be done anyway. Even before I started practicing martial arts, my oldest son was, I don't know, six or seven, and he needed stitches. He had crashed into a slide at a playground and I took him to the urgent care and he got the stitches and he was amazing. And my father-in-law was with us and I, was telling my son, as I was sitting with him in the room, I was telling him, I know you're afraid. I'm with you. I'm here. Being brave doesn't mean you're not afraid. Being brave is being afraid and doing what needs to be done anyway. And my father-in-law later mentioned to me how amazed he was that I defined courage that way, how I defined bravery for my son and how I was strong for him and and helped him through that by giving him that sense of fear is natural fear is okay to feel we're going to be brave anyway because this needs to happen because it's going to make us better so the fact that my father-in-law who has a lot of life experience was a little 
impressed or in awe of that conversation I had with my son tells me that maybe there are more adults out there that don't really understand how to deal with fear and how to move past it and through it with confidence and courage in that way. We all have fears, right? We're living in a time where the world is a very, very, very scary place. We're more connected by technology, but disconnected from each other's hearts than ever before. And that is isolating and lonely and terrifying. I want you to know that it's okay to be afraid. It's okay. There's a lot of scary things out there. And what you are afraid of might not be what I'm afraid of. What I'm afraid of might not be even on your radar. Like that's okay. We're all going to deal with different kinds of fears depending on our life circumstances and what's happening with our bodies or with our communities or with our families. There's so much going on. A lot of what I see is fear controlling people. Fear is driving decisions. Fear is determining behaviors. Fear is all around us. And it's pretty much almost entirely impossible to escape from it right now. And I've also seen incredible courage. When I talk to individual people, I see decisions being made that are some of the hardest decisions that people have had to make in their lives. And they're showing up, maybe not knowing what's going to happen, but they're pushing aside the fear. They're pushing through their fear and saying, this is what I'm doing. Here's what I'm going to bring to to this life in this moment, in this community, in this thing right now. And it's really special when I see people connecting in new ways. That takes courage. To change how we've always done things takes an incredible amount of courage. Even to stop and sit back and sit in our own houses for a while and look at ourselves and look at our lives and determine what's essential, what's not essential, what can we do and what can't we do and and what risks are we willing to take. Even that bit of self-examination takes a tremendous amount of courage. Now I'm thinking about sitting in my house, being isolated and using my voice to say what's on my heart and starting this podcast is an exercise in courage because I'm terrified. I'm terrified of what's it, what it's going to look like, what it's going to mean for my life. I don't know where it's going to go, if anywhere. But I'm trying a new thing, and that takes courage because the world is slowed down right now. Things are different. Things are really hard. Whether you're back in the world or not, it's hard. The world is a very scary place inside my house and outside my house. (laughs) So I decided to do something from where I am with what I have to offer and see what happens. And I encourage you to do the same. If there's something you've been waiting to do, 
do it. Try it. Why not? What have you got to lose? If the world is ending, your time is limited. If it's not, well, imagine where you could go. It's pretty cool. I want good things for people. I want the world to be a nice place full of joy, connection, creativity, and love. And so that's why I'm here. That's why I'm showing up because fear is powerful. Fear is overwhelming. Fear is washing over us every single day. I don't want you to drown in it. I don't want to drown in it. I have to do something for love if I'm going to keep the fear from taking over me. So let me ask you, are you being led by love right now? Or are you being pushed by fear? What's really going on in your heart, in your home? Think about it. Challenge yourself a little. Try to have a little bit of that courage we're talking about, right? Because fear is so, so powerful. And it sucks us in. And when I'm sucked into some sort of overwhelming or uncontrollable emotions, it's usually because of something that I fear whether it's my family, whatever's going on in society, between friends, on social media, even things, little dramas in my own mind. When I get sucked into that stuff, if I really look deep inside myself, I have to ask myself, what am I afraid of? And then usually my answer is, oh, well, I'm not afraid. What, what do I have to be afraid of? I'm not afraid of anything. Shut up. <laughs> and then I say to myself again, no, really, what are you afraid of? What am I actually afraid of? Because, yeah, I can say that nothing all day. I can dance around the issues all day long and I can find busyness in my life to just distract me from those real issues of personal growth. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. Okay, wait. What am I really afraid of? The answer is sometimes super simple. Okay, yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings by saying what I really need to say. I'm afraid that my idea will get shot down. I'm afraid they'll laugh at me. I'm afraid I'll feel dumb. Okay, so what's, what's really underneath that? I'm afraid I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm afraid I'm not good enough. Maybe I really am dumb and my ideas are stupid. Maybe I'm not as smart as I thought I was. Somebody's going to hate me. Ooh. Whoa, okay, all right. What am I really afraid of? I'm afraid of being unworthy, that people aren't going to see me for who I am. They're going to misunderstand me. They're going to find reasons to hate me. That's about other people. What am I really afraid of? I'm afraid I'm not worthy. I'm afraid I'm not worthy of love 
or respect or the time of day. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Sometimes it's not so simple after all. And it comes down to what do I really believe about myself? If I believe that I am worthy, that I do have something to say, that I'm here showing up on purpose with love for love, how can I be afraid? So if I step into my fear and really recognize that's what's going on whenever I'm feeling that icky, uncomfortable, weird feeling, something kind of amazing happens. I get to choose. I can choose to let the fear control me and stop me or push me in a different direction that's not going to be productive or effective for whatever the situation might be. Or I can choose to move through it. I can choose not to let it hold on to me. If I step through and step out of my comfort zone, I can acknowledge fear in my rear view mirror. <laughs> I can say, bye-bye. I don't need you. You don't have to be a passenger here. If I don't do that, then I cozy up with fear. I might dress it up to make it look like bravery because, oh, look, I'm getting rid of anything that doesn't serve me because having that conversation is too scary. So I will just get rid of it. I will say, okay, well, I don't need that person in my life. Oh, they're toxic. See, look how brave I am for setting boundaries. Okay. There are some cases that might be true. But is that person really toxic? Is that situation really not serving me? Or is that a conversation that I need to have in order to grow myself, to be connected with someone else, to deepen my understanding of a truth or experience that isn't my own? Maybe. So I'm meandering a little bit around this issue and I'm hoping what you're hearing is that there's a lot of inner conversation, inner dialogue that goes on when we face our fears. We have to get quiet and we have to look ourselves in the eyes and say, what is really going on here? Why am I making the decisions I'm making? Why do I keep doing that thing that I keep doing? Why won't I do that thing that I really want to do? Is it fear? Might be. Because if it's fear that's stopping me, then fear is going to keep me right where I'm at. The same patterns, the same habits, the same behaviors that have gotten me this far, but might not get me any further, might not get me where I want to be might not connect me to that person I want to connect with, might not get me that promotion, might not get me that smile, that high five, okay, that air high five, whatever we're doing right now. That's the comfort zone. Fear pulls us back into it over and over again. The comfort zone is where fear keeps us, holds us back, and we might be fine there. It's okay to be comfortable to seek safety, to seek security and stuff like that. But if we really want to challenge ourselves to grow, we've got to have the courage 
to take that step out of our comfort zone, flex that courage muscle and get moving. So over the summer, I was talking to some of our newer karate students and I was explaining to them how awesome they were because they earned their white belt. Because you know what? The white belt is the hardest one to earn. Yeah, that's what I told them. And that's what I'm telling you here now too. Yeah, the white belt is the hardest one to earn. And do you know why? Because most people will never actually get up enough courage to take their first step out onto the mat in that first class and earn the white belt. I'm not saying that the black belt is not a challenge to earn, but the journey that begins with that first step on the mat, that journey prepares us for the rigors and intensity and the challenge of the black belt test. That's why we start our training in the first place is to get there. And so all the belts between white and black, that's just part of the journey. And each belt rank we progress through, that is uh, another step closer. Stepping out onto the mat for the first time, that act of stepping out of the comfort zone, that's the one that takes the most courage. It takes a lot of courage to step into the unknown. What if I look stupid? What if my body doesn't do what I want it to do? What if they make fun of me? What if I do it wrong? What if I fall down? Will they laugh at me? Will I hurt myself? What if I fail? What if I don't make it? Now, courage looks like asking myself all those questions, identifying that fear, my fear of failure, my fear of the unknown, my fear of embarrassment, my fear of exclusion, my fear of unworthiness, my fear of injury, illness, death, <laughs> whatever it might be. Then courage looks like stepping out onto the mat and taking the risk anyway. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is identifying the fear and feeling the fear and doing it anyway, whatever it is. Courage isn't taking stupid or unnecessary risks. Don't get me wrong. Courage is looking at something that could improve my life or improve someone else's life and making the decision that the risk involved is worth taking for the reward that's almost guaranteed on the other side. Stepping out onto the karate mat for the first time took a level of courage for me that I had to choose to embrace in spite of my fear. Now, my kids had been training for a while. I kind of knew what to expect, but I'd never really seen the adult class. <laughs> um, so I was also afraid. As much as I pushed down my fear and tried to hide it underneath my excitement, I was afraid I wouldn't be good enough. I was afraid of looking silly. And I recognized the fear. And I recognized it as something that wasn't worth giving that much attention to. I realized that it couldn't get in my way because the rewards that I had seen from my kids, that I had seen from myself, even watching from the sidelines, 
the rewards were going to make my life so much richer. Was going to grow me. It was going to push me. It was going to challenge me in new ways that maybe I wouldn't always like, <laughs> but that would make me better in the long run. And it has been um, so powerful to take that challenge on and and keep moving forward. And it started with that first step. Yeah, fear is powerful, and fear can make us do stupid things. Fear can stop us from doing awesome things. My intention here is to talk about that fear, what it looks like, what it feels like, how to recognize it, how to process it, and help someone else take a new step, a small step, a big step, a scary step outside of the comfort zone. Um, and, and start to recognize the power that comes from looking fear in the face and saying, no, no, thanks. I don't want that today. I just finished reading Dune by Frank Herbert, and I just wanted to share a quick quote that you may find helpful. I certainly did when I was thinking about this episode, when I was processing through my own courage and fears. So uh, this is a quote from the book that repeats a few times and really helps get the characters where they need to go. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast with a poem I want to share because in a past life I was a poet okay so in college and graduate school I was a poet um this was many many years ago and I was flipping through some of my graduate school thesis poetry and I found a poem called surrender that seemed to fit pretty well with this episode so I'm going to read that and then we're going to end with a little challenge because I came up with a very, very simple way. Don't worry, it's not too hard. Very, very simple way for you to start flexing your courage muscle. It's your choice if you want to try it. If you don't, that's fine. It's an invitation to take on this challenge. Step into your own courage. Step into your own power. Just be brave because I guarantee it will make a difference to you and someone else. So here's the poem. It's called Surrender. Surrender. Let the sparrow hop and snowflakes drop and soak the roads. Let cars and drivers go too fast. Let a woman open her umbrella in a faint drizzle. Let her crisp heels click like time. Let the man read his newspapers, sip his triple espresso. Let him furrow his brow, tap his foot. Let someone's pockets empty. Let someone else's overflow. Let wars continue, end, begin. Let weeks run by in headlines of disease, scandal, shame. Let the sun melt ice, soothe breezes. Let one moment pass and then another. Let each cell rush, divide, revise, or take its time. Let go, surrender to gravity, 
Let galaxies, moons, and atoms spin. Your fears have no control. And this speaks to me because worry and fear, they just give us this sense of thinking we actually can change outcomes by worrying about them or being afraid of them or by acting out of our fear. It's not true. The things, they'll just keep happening. So this was a good reminder from myself from 14 years ago to just be in the moment, be myself, and let the world go on as it's going to go on. I can make impressions where I can, but I can't control the universe. That's not my job. That said, here's the invitation for you. Here's the challenge. Because I know that a lot of us have this same fear that lives in us when we're faced with this kind of challenge, right? So here's your invitation. When you see somebody being awesome in some way, tell them to their face in the moment. That's the challenge. I've seen posts lately on social media saying, oh, I'm noticing this or that in the virtual classrooms, like from teachers saying, I saw this mom help the child in this way, or I saw the sibling give a hug, or, you know, just noticing the beautiful things about human interaction and existence, which is wonderful and beautiful and great. But let's take it off social media. Let's take it face to face. If your friend is doing something incredible, let them know. If they look really good today, oh, let them know. Let them know something specific that you appreciate about them. It's something your kid does, something your parent does, something your sister or brother is doing. Tell them. Celebrate the positive things and acknowledge what you want to see more of in the world. Let's stop complaining about the things we're afraid of and the things we don't want to see anymore. Let's start celebrating what we want to see. That's going to take some courage. It's going to take some looking. It's going to take some noticing. My kid, uh, a couple weeks ago, after a karate class, he was watching his brother's class. And there was a student in his brother's class that he didn't know. This student was just really rocking the martial arts that day. And my son, he said to me, he's like, wow that person is really being awesome. They're really, really good today. And I was like, I invited him to the same challenge. I said, what if you told that person how much they rocked, how awesome their technique looked? My son, he was up to the challenge. He said to the student on our way out the door, I just wanted to tell you how awesome you were in class today. You should have seen this student's face light up. Now, we're in Wisconsin, we're under a mask mandate. So half our faces are covered, but we could see in this child's eyes how much that little compliment meant to them. Coming from some other student who, who they didn't know, also the parent. The parent was like, Wow, what a nice thing to say. That's so awesome. Thank you for saying that. You can, you can change somebody's day 
you can make somebody's whole week by telling them something you appreciate about them. But it takes getting outside ourselves and pushing past our own fear of looking, I don't know, stupid. But I tell you, if more of us complement each other and find ways to connect, especially in these times where so many people are afraid and even afraid of each other, do it, please. Tell somebody how awesome they are. And if you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at My Martial Arts, the letter N, Crafts. Find it also, mymartialartsncrafts.com slash podcast for show notes of today and anything else I feel like updating about the podcast. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I was getting a little bit too serious there for a second. (laughs) Really, you would make my day if you follow this podcast, subscribe. And if you feel led to support this podcast financially, you can do it on my anchor page. I feel good about everything I've said. I hope you do too. Thank you for joining me in this exercise in courage. I'll be back with you next week. Yeah, tell someone they're awesome today. Do it. You won't regret it. So thank you for joining me today on this episode of Martial Arts and Crafts. Once again, I'm Sarah Deacon. I really appreciate you sticking with me and learning with me and growing with me. And I really look forward to continuing our training together. And I look forward to training with you again next week.